0: The, 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 the Roman Gabriel
1: show.
0: You know, just reaching more people. And I think that's what was so incredible about those two Super Bowl ads, not only just being on a platform that is that large, but the conversation that continued from those two. Super Bowl ads, you know, we had two of them, um, one in the beginning of uh, the game and then one in the fourth quarter. And just the conversation that continued on uh, national, local and social media was really incredible. And I, that's what we were hoping to do. Create conversation, create, you know, people that had questions and going to the website and, and finding out more Um, I think one of the the great statistics I thought was fantastic is Google searches for Jesus ad were up 4,500%. And so people were glued to their screens. And I think that was a great position for more people and more eyeballs to see these ads and to start a conversation, maybe a conversation that people had never started or taken before.
1: To the Roman Gabriel Show with host Roman Gabriel, faith, family, sports. Roman goes up close and personal with high impact difference makers from the world of sports and entertainment. Get more exclusive content at RomanGabrielShow.com.
2: Welcome to the Roman Gabriel Show, RomanGabrielShow.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, uh, streaming television on uh, Troptions Television, iHolyfield TV, Comfy TV, and anywhere you find your streaming shows. Podcast at RomanGabrielShow.com. Uh, you know, we always love having entertainment guests on our program. And, you know, I met this young lady at the Super Bowl. We had a fabulous time. She was representing the, the incredibly successful campaign He Gets Us at uh, Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. And, and my radio show happened to be right next door to where they were at. So it was a, a week of fun uh, on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. With me is a uh, national award-winning journalist, NBC affiliate. Uh, she's covered some of the biggest events in the world, the Academy Awards, uh, Dancing with the Stars finale, uh, the Country Music Awards. Uh, she's Jordan Carson. Jordan, great to have you with us.
0: Roman, thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you.
2: I know it's been a while. We, we we were trying to get together down there, but it was so crazy uh, with what was yeah. going on with He Gets Us. So, um, you know, anybody that watched the Super Bowl had an opportunity to see these incredible PSAs that were done by the He Gets Us program. And for those out there that aren't familiar with the He Gets Us campaign, Jordan, tell tell people what you were doing and what we were doing at the Super Bowl for this campaign at the biggest entertainment and sports venue in our country, the Super Bowl.
0: Absolutely. So in the Super Bowl is the largest sporting event in the country. And so we were there, you were right beside us. And that's how we met, as you said. Um, but we were put out on this huge platform. And it was really to get the attention of people who are watching this huge sporting event. And so he gets us as really, um, it's a movement to reintroduce people to Jesus and his confounding love, but it's also to call up on Christians to self-reflect Jesus's love and how how people treat each other. And I think that that is so important. Um, I think it's critical, especially right now. Um, You and I have seen on, on national news and on social media, We've seen the way that people sometimes treat each other and it isn't a great reflection of how Jesus would want us to treat each other. And so that's what those two Super Bowl ads were really about is, um, you know, love each other, treat each other better, um, maybe look at a third way of confrontation and don't be so easy to anger and also act more childlike.
2: Well, and one of the things that I found also was interesting is is really caused a controversial conversation Mm -hmm. from so many people uh, about, uh, you know, what this was about and about what the goal was with the program. And some Christians were even saying, hey, well, maybe it's not enough. Maybe it's too much. Um, But what I found was really interesting is, is, you know, talking to people who are not, you know, faith-based people or people who are not churchgoers who were captured by it. And it was very interesting. You know, we were kind of targeted to do the work uh, at the opening night with the Eagles and the chiefs uh, going around, interviewing players about, he gets us. And it was really interesting to see all the different responses. Uh, they were very cooperative and uh, doing PSAs for us and speaking out during that week, which we were able to get that messaging out. And I think the one I loved the most because of being a football player, you know, was Jesus loved his rivals. Um, That you can have an enemy on the field or in competition and compete hard, uh, but when it's over, uh, there's a love and respect for your fellow competitor, uh, and that can be uh, translated in business, that can be translated at home, that can be translated, hey, we all, some people don't like us, and and there are some people we don't like uh, in life. Uh, but we can all treat each other with, as you said earlier, the respect that people deserve. And that is missing uh, in a big way right now in our society. Everything's so sensitive about, I, you know, you offended me here. You offended me there. You know, you you, you you know, you need to go to jail for offending me. You know, uh, we really need to get back to civility in this country. And that's something Jesus practiced every single day of his life, no matter whether he was talking to people who liked him, did not like him. Uh, or or people who didn't know know who he was. So uh, it, it was cool that you had the opportunity to represent that campaign. And that campaign is going to continue, right?
0: Yeah, Correct. That is going to, it's going to continue. Um, you know, just reaching more people. And I think that's what was so incredible about those two Super Bowl ads, not only just being on a platform that is that large, but the conversation that continued from those two Super Bowl ads. You know, we had two of them, um, one in the beginning of uh the game and then one in the fourth quarter and just the conversation that continued on uh national, local and social media was really incredible and I that's what we were hoping to do. Was create conversation. Create conversation, create you know, people that had questions and going to the website and and finding out more um I think one of the, the great statistics I thought was fantastic is group, Google searches for Jesus ad were up 4,500%. Well, those the Chiefs and the ad. Eagles
2: cooperated, Jordan, didn't they? I mean, we had a close game all the way down to the end. Yeah. So they couldn't have <laughs> asked for a, a better return on the investment for the people who gladly donated that money for those very expensive Super Bowl ad, millions of dollars that uh, went uh, probably had the best results as you said that you could ask for with uh, with so many eyes on that game and the Chiefs and Eagles yeah. were the two teams that everybody wanted to see.
0: Yeah, you know when the first ad ran, uh, the score was seven to seven, and so people were glued to their screens. And I think that was a great position for more people and more eyeballs to see these ads and to start a conversation, maybe a conversation that people had never started or taken before.
2: Jordan Carson's with us on the Roman Gabriel Show, romangabrielshow.com. And, uh, you know, Jordan, and athletics, you know, for for almost 29 years, I've been at the Super Bowl, you know, bringing up conversations mm-hmm. about faith, family, and football. And, of course, it's been athletics is a great place for that because whenever, you know, health is endangered when you talk about car racing or you talk about hockey or you talk about football where injury can happen, um, there are many people who rely on prayer uh, there's that prayer before you go out, after you get done with the game. Uh, so there is an impact on the general public who is wild to know about how these guys live their life off the field. And as you saw during Super Bowl week, there are so many faith-based guys in the NFL, coaches and players that make a huge difference off the field. But, you know, I I don't always get to talk to entertainers. And so you spent a lot of time in this area Um, Where are we right now in Hollywood? Um, I know when I talked to, you know, uh, some producers um, about this film that was just made about the Jesus movement, uh, which has been very successful about the early 70s and and the movement of the Calvary Church uh, and just the whole story of this worldwide Jesus movement in the late 70s. What's the idea, what's the atmosphere in Hollywood when you talk to Hollywood actors and directors about their ability to openly share their faith or to talk about a faith-based lifestyle?
0: You know, Roman, I actually was in Los Angeles. Um, I've been there several times, you know, covering uh, big events like the Academy Awards. I saw a different side this last time that I went, um, you know, I was able to go to uh, a couple of uh, really fantastic churches and to see people coming together in that way. I had never seen Los Angeles um, from that perspective before. I was so pleasantly surprised, Um, you know, people hands up at church and uh, the way that they were treating each other was um, just really beautiful. It was fantastic. I had never seen that side Um, of Los Angeles before. And so I really, um, it made me really happy, made me smile. I remember being at church and just looking around and seeing all of these people coming together, some of them celebrities that you see on the big screen. Um, And I saw them in a different light and it just made my heart really happy. So and I remember on carpet, at one okay. point I had tears in my eyes because I thought, this is, this is what it's about. You so know?
2: when you're on the red carpet, uh, you know, obviously it's a different atmosphere at the Academy Awards with Hollywood, big movies, big movie stars, directors, in terms of, um, you know, the liberal bent at an Academy Awards or, or, or a Grammy Awards or something along those lines. Um, the messaging that comes out during the events and the messaging that, that uh, many of these stars have. Um but what's, what's the difference between a red carpet at, say, the Academy Awards and the CMT Awards, the Country Music Awards, in terms of what you see and the mentality of the people who come through uh, and, and the overall mindset of, of, of Hollywood, even though it's country western uh, movies, you know, same kind of event, mm-hmm. but two different kinds of uh, people. Yeah,
0: CMT Awards and, and the Country Music Awards, um, you know, those are uh, country music and Oscar Awards, the Academy Awards, um, it's based on film, obviously. Um, I I don't know if there's a huge difference that I see, um, as far as I th- I think that oftentimes people try to make things political that aren't. Okay. And um, I think we've all seen that, um, and I think that we need to get back to what's important. And, you know, that's what he gets us is aiming to do is to point people to Jesus and, um, you know, not take a stance on on politics or um, social issues. Uh, This is a campaign about Jesus and um, and how to treat each other better. And I think that, like I said, is so, so important, especially right now. I think people are a lot of people are lost. Um, people are suffering from mental health issues and, and, um, if we could just treat each other better, I think we would be better off.
2: Everybody, this is Roman Gabriel, host of the Roman Gabriel show. You know, our mission is much larger than providing you an entertaining podcast. Our country faces an ongoing crisis of underage youth battling alcohol and drug addiction and a rising suicide rate. This problem impacts all of us and our families. Our nonprofit, the Sold Out Youth Foundation, has been my passion since 2003, impacting hundreds of thousands of middle and high school students, challenging them to an alcohol and drug-free life, while providing a life-changing interactive online education platform, teaching students valuable life skills and success principles, equipping them to pursue their passion and dreams. I need your help. Our program is successful because of people just like you who financially support our movement. Please give safely and easily today by going to our website at soldouttv.com, that's soldouttv.com, and click on the red donate button. Or right now on your cell phone, text soldout20 to 484848. That's soldout20 to 484848. All donations are 100% tax deductible, and believe me, any amount will help. Your generous gift can help one more child stay on the right path to health, wellness, and success. Thank you, and be sold out.
1: Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James, WWE superstar, country music recording artist.
2: I'm Jerome Bettis,
1: former running back of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is Jeff Garcia, quarterback, San Francisco 49ers.
0: Hey, I'm NASCAR driver Angela Rook. Hey, guys, it's Gary Vee, and you're listening and watching to The Roman Gabriel Show
1: the roman gabriel show welcome back to the roman gabriel show faith family sports check out more at roman gabriel
2: jordan carson's with us uh national war moment journalist and television host right here on the roman gabriel show roman gabriel show.com and so jordan i know a lot of people out there you know i i have a, a good friend um kevin frazier who uh, is started off in sports broadcasting, but transitioned over to uh, Hollywood and covering Hollywood in the Academy Awards. And he always has great stories for me. So I, I wanna hear maybe a very interesting story about a, a, a big Hollywood star that you've had the oh. opportunity to interview that maybe was totally different than you thought they were. Um, oh, somebody you can remember uh, in talking with maybe at the Academy Awards, where you said, man, that 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 person's totally different than i thought they would be
0: oh goodness there's so many um i think the one that really surprised me in such a, a wonderful way um i had the opportunity to interview maria menudos and uh she was on extra and um just i had watched her so many times and um you know, I was a fan of the show and and liked hearing about the entertainment that was happening and had an opportunity to go and interview her. And she was just the most gracious, humble, um, kind person. And um, we had some downtime and she said, well, come to my trailer and we can just, you know, talk and hang out. And so my crew did the same thing. And and it was just such a welcoming um, experience that I wasn't, I wasn't looking for, you know, everyone's there working and you're in your lane and she's in her lane doing her show. And, and it just, it took me by surprise and just the best type of surprise. And I thought, yeah, if we could all, you know, open our arms to people a little bit more like that. Um, Yeah. I'll always remember that because she was just so kind and so gracious.
2: You know, you're going to laugh, but you know, the first place I ever saw her was she's on all those gas station televisions when you're filling up your gas tank, she comes on, she hosts whatever, you know, the entertainment two minutes goes on at these gas stations. So when you plug in and put the gas in your car, she comes on as the host on your little EV on the gas, gas deal. So,
0: interesting. <laughs> so I, oh, I have not seen while that while I
2: was filling up with gas, you know, all over, all over the country. So very, very interesting. Um, you know, I've, I've had the chance to interview some of the most famous uh, athletes and coaches in the world. And uh, I don't think that uh, I'm not easily intimidated by by that. Uh, but uh there's always one or maybe two that that even as a professional, you come in a little giddy and you're trying to stay calm because you've looked forward to that interview forever. Tom Brady was one of those guys for me. Oh, yeah. Um who's who was that person for you in, in Hollywood where you really looked forward to the interview and it and were really pumped up about it?
0: Oh. I would have to think about that one. Someone that I was really excited about. Like a
2: big movie um, star that you'd never <laughs> met before.
0: You know, I, I'm big into music and um, was a singer myself for a while. And so I think, you know, Trisha Yearwood, oh, wow. um, Garth Brooks, that was, those were big ones. Um, and they were just the most humble, kind people. Um, and I knew they were but just so much more than you would expect. I mean, there's all of these reporters on the red carpet and and you never know if they're going to come to you or not. You're hoping so. And they both did three years in a row and just the most lovely, kind people. So, um, yeah. And Garth that, Brooks
2: is probably, he, he was probably the guy who started the big arena show, the big stadium yeah. show. Uh, you know, so he, he was a trendsetter and then made a huge comeback, and did it again uh so he's had an incredible long career
0: yeah yeah and his wife i mean they're just so nice and i i live in michigan and they did come and perform years back and picked someone out of the audience it obviously made headlines um and this woman that was local in michigan thought she was just going backstage to meet them and lo and behold they had much more of a surprise and um she was gifted a car and all of these things. And, you know, just spreading love and joy like that is um, goodness. Imagine if we could all do something, maybe not to that magnitude, but you know, something small every single day and that could create a ripple effect. And I think that's exactly what, what he gets us is doing.
2: Jordan Carson is with us uh, and she's had the opportunity to cover some of the biggest events in Hollywood, Uh, Academy Awards, the Country Music Awards. And of course, my wife and I were big Dancing Mm. with the Stars fans for many years. (laughs) You had the opportunity to cover the finale for Dancing with the Stars. So uh, were you ever a dancer? Was that something you said you sang? So some singers love dancing, too. So was that part of your deal, too?
0: I was a dancer. Started at three years old with a little tutu um, and then danced all through high school. Um, I was on scholarship uh, for the Grand Rapids Ballet um danced through professional um yeah I was always a dancer danced in college in the ballet company and then uh, danced for the NBA and it's always been a big part of my life is dancing
2: dancing is so much talent so much talent in oh. body that's this young lady Joyce thank Fernandez. you <laughs> uh now we talked before we came on the air. Uh, we have a foundation called the Sold Out Youth Foundation. We go into public and private schools with drug and alcohol education, mental and emotional wellness training, and um, we have a lot of families out there through American Family Radio, through our local affiliates, through our podcasts and television shows. Uh, you said it earlier. A lot of a lot of parents are struggling. A lot of kids are struggling right now with what on what went on with COVID, post COVID, mental and emotional stress. Um, which those things go together. Mental and emotional stress can lead to drug and alcohol uh, experimentation. Um, wanted to ask you, uh, being somebody who uh, has spoken about mental and emotional wellness, who uh, you've had some, as we all have, sh- struggles with family members that have been through some difficult things, as, as, as both my family has. Well, I come from a genetic alcoholism family, um, had a brother who was a younger brother who was an alcoholic for 17 years, Um, You told me earlier about your sister, about some issues that you had in your family. But uh, tell me why mental and emotional wellness is so important for you to speak about uh, and talk about.
0: You know, I think one of the things, Roman, that brings people together is when you can share your experiences. And, you know, sometimes that means being really open and vulnerable and, and going to some of those places that maybe aren't you know, um, those beautiful places that, that could really help someone else. So, um, you know, you mentioned my sister and, and she unfortunately struggled with an eating disorder and, 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 uh,
2: which so many do
0: lost her battle Mm -hmm. in 2001. And, um, you know, I did a documentary about it and talked to, physicians and dietitians and nutritionists from across the country, along with her physicians as well, and interviewed my mom. So people could see the different sides of the story. Um, And not that there's different sides, but I think everyone experiences the same thing in different ways. And so, you know, as difficult as it might have been to report on that documentary, I knew that it was going to help people. And um, I have schools and universities that use this documentary in their curriculum, but I think it's so important because if someone else is walking that journey, if there's parents that have a child, or someone who's an adult that's going through that, um, and they've never talked about it, you know, I think that by sharing our experiences, even though it can be difficult sometimes if it can help one person, if I could have helped one person with that story by sharing that, um, you know, it was worth me reliving it again to be able to help somebody. Um, You know, it was worth me interviewing my mom on such a tough subject um, to be able to help someone. And because I remember when my sister was ill and going through this she said, I want to get better so I can help people and have a platform to help people on what I've been through. And so she didn't have that opportunity. And so I feel like that was that's my job now is to to answer those questions. And I'm not a doctor or a physician at all, but I can talk about my experience and our experience as a family and hopefully point someone in the right direction who might be experiencing the same thing.
2: Jordan Carson with us on the Roman Gabriel Show, and Jordan, I'm going to have you speak directly to kids that are out there, to students that are out mm-hmm. there. Uh, our program, we have a video program where we have uh, people like yourself that speak into the lives of these young people, and they want to hear from you because so many of them want to go where you want to go. Um, that's one of the mm-hmm. cool things, whether you're an athlete or an entertainer. So many of these students, they want to be a singer. They want to be a dancer. They want to be a football player. They want to... They want to, you know, be the president. I mean, I hear uh, some of the biggest dreams you can imagine from these students, which is awesome. Um, what would you tell a young lady or a young young boy um, who's struggling with confidence? Um, struggling mm-hmm. with confidence about their future and about what they want to do?
0: Yeah, I mean, being a high schooler especially is, I'm sure, so tough right now. Um so many struggles and so many things are coming at kids and it's just a lot Um, but what i would say is that there's so many opportunities in this big beautiful world and you have an opportunity to start over every single day um so if you know yesterday maybe you thought that it was or felt that it was a hard day um you know tomorrow's another day and there's always an opportunity to do over and to start over, um, to start fresh and and um, I think it's important that if someone feels alone, that they talk to a trusted adult, they talk to someone mm-hmm. who they believe will listen um, and it can be a friend, it can be a parent, it can be someone else's parent, it can be a pastor, it can be anyone that you feel that can listen, but if the burden seems so heavy, don't face it alone. Um, you know, that would be my my advice because there's such a great future ahead for every single one of these students, every single one of them. Um, there's no exception. All of them have a really bright future.
2: So. You mentioned something that's really important. One of the things we're finding out is there's a real stigma with kids to want to talk about um, mental, emotional distress Mm -hmm. or depression, afraid that someone will judge them. So many times they don't talk to a parent or a counselor or a student. They think that they're normal because they feel depression. Um, Jordan, do you get depressed? And what do you do when you're depressed?
0: You know, I think that it's, I think it's natural for people to get sad. Um, I think there is a difference between being sad and being depressed. Um, Sure, I, I think a lot of people get sad. And I think that if, if someone sees that they're sad often, and they're, they're sad a little more than they think that they should be. um, That's the time to talk to someone and it doesn't have to be a professional yet. um, But talk to someone, if you're going through something difficult, don't do it alone. Um, I think that it's easy to get overwhelmed. Um. You know, life is hard, life can be difficult. And so, you know, to have someone as a friend, someone that you trust to talk to, um, I think that is so important. It's so important.
2: Jordan, sure, that's great advice um, because so many kids, you know, uh, once they find out that it's, it's not even normal to have depression sometimes, that could be brought on by something very difficult like you talked about with your sister or my brother, it can be a life situation. It can sometimes just be that you're lonely and you you need to get off that telephone and you need to talk to somebody face to face. Um, you know, so much of our society with our kids today is trying to teach them that the, the tool of that phone is great, but you also mm-hmm. have to do what we're doing today, which is face-to-face, be able to communicate effectively. Uh, and one of the things that uh that I wanted you to 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 speak on to kids right now is is. You know, with this fentanyl crisis, we're in 300 people dying a day, a number one killer of 18 to 45-year-olds, and it's not going to stop. The border is open. This fentanyl is coming over in hundreds of thousands of pounds, uh, you know, in counterfeit pressed uh, form that looks like a pharmaceutical drug, or it can be laced in vape or marijuana, and it's being ordered online. Um, One of the things that we're trying to tell kids today is, is, you know, unlike our generation, where experimentation was kind of the rite of passage for some kids. Today, it can cost you your life. And I I, I want to just speak into the kids' lives about why why is it so important, Jordan, to be drug and alcohol
0: abstinent? So many reasons. (laughs) So many reasons. You know, if if someone's feeling that they need to get out, they, um, you know, they – it's just too much the, they feel heavy. Talk to someone, like I said, talk to someone, um, you know, you mentioned trying something just once like drugs. I, I personally know someone that I happened to and um, they tried it just once and then they didn't wake up. And so nothing, nothing, is that big? Nothing is worth that. Um, and, and their family they talk about it and they do stories about it to try to prevent it from happening to other people. But I mean, talking to someone, having someone to talk to that is a trusted adult, a friend, um, in a non judgment space that is so important.
2: Final moments with Jordan Carson on the Roman Gabriel show and. You know, we talk a lot about setting goals and about the importance of goal setting, understanding what goals mm-hmm. are and how you implement those into your personal and professional life. Uh, obviously, you've accomplished a tremendous amount of things in your life, being a dancer, mm-hmm. a singer, a television host, reached to what is the top of your profession. Uh, media is a big deal today with kids. A lot of kids want to get involved with it. There's so much technology out there um, for you. uh are, are you a goal setter and why is setting goals been so important to you in your life?
0: I am a goal setter. Um, it's always been important. You know, one of the things that I personally do is um, I have goals that are on my mirror in the morning when I get ready. And so it's a little bit like a vision board and I look at those goals. Um, I think that it's just important to not get so comfortable into where you are. Um, And I don't think it matters if you've reached every single goal. There's always something else that you could be, um, you know, pushing yourself towards in a positive way. Um, And it doesn't have to be, you know, a a car. It doesn't have to be a, a career. It doesn't have to be something, a monetary goal. It can be, you know, today I need to do three things for someone else. And every day you look at that and you say, okay, well, there was my first thing. And at noon, oh, well, you know what? I bought the person behind me a coffee. That was my second thing. Doing little things that make you be a better person. I think those are the goals that we should all try to obtain.
2: And finally, uh, a lot of kids have this McDonald's mentality that everything, you know, they look at television, they look at people like yourself, they look at people they want to emulate And they say, man, I want to be that today, but they Mm -hmm. don't understand this, as you said, the steps, the pain, the tribulation, the difficulty, the perseverance, the goal setting, the many years it takes to get to the top of something, uh, which everybody has the opportunity to do in this great country. But um, for you, you didn't get where you're at today in front of millions of people on television and covering these huge entertainment events and working and doing news stories and documentaries overnight right
0: (laughs) did not happen overnight no (laughs) no and I think that um I, I went to school for broadcast and cinematic arts and and received my degree and um you know I had to work my way up um I worked at a an affiliate in Michigan and um I really had to work my way up, and and I watched a lot of national news as well. Um, for people that I, I liked their interview styles, I liked how they conducted themselves on television. Um, I studied that, um, and I watched those people who were doing the interviews, and and I worked my way up. I um, started, you know, part time, and really went above and beyond and myself and then received a one-year contract and went above and beyond. And I remember for four years, I was sitting at an intern desk. I was on air, but I was still at this intern desk. And it was probably this large. I had no office. And I did that for years and years. Um, and I just was kept showing up, kept being a team player, being the yes person. What do you need me to do? I'm happy to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that is a big part of 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 growing in your career is starting maybe sometimes at the bottom and working your way up and proving that you can be a big contributor to a team
2: and how many times jordan did you get the word no
0: <laughs> um more than i can can count i mean You have a lot of no's and you have a lot of yeses and you have to focus on, okay, well, you know what? That wasn't my door. That wasn't the door that God intended for me. And so I remember I would try the same door, try, and I would hear no. And it's like, that's my door. I'm going to try again. It wasn't my door. It wasn't my door because God had something better for me. And so I love the saying, don't be jealous of someone else's opportunities because it was never your door, you know? You might have a plan for your life, but God certainly has the right plan.
2: Jordan Carson on the Roman Gabriel show. And uh, if you want to find out more about he gets us, which she's done such a good job, uh, hashtag mm-hmm. he gets us and he gets us dot com. And if people, uh, our audience wants to follow you, Jordan, and see what's going on next for you with entertainment and news and documentaries and all the things that you do, where do they go?
0: Yeah, you can go to any of my social pages, uh, Jordan Carson on Facebook and Jordan Carson TV on Instagram and Twitter.
2: And you have a website too that's pretty cool.
0: I do. (laughs) Websites being updated, but uh, jordancarson.com.
2: Well, Jordan, we're going to look forward to seeing you very soon. Uh, I'm glad we had the opportunity to visit today. Thank you for sharing just a little bit of your life, a little bit of what is important to you. And uh, hope to see you very soon. And uh, thank you for taking time from beautiful Orlando today.
0: Oh, yes. Out of your yeah. family
2: time to join us on the Roman <laughs> Gabriel Show.
0: I did. Thank you so much, Roman. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for all of the good that you are doing in the school systems, too. Really important. The Roman Gabriel Show.
3: Fentanyl is killing the unsuspected every day. stand before you today to tell you how my 18-year-old daughter died from fentanyl. Um, My daughter um, had knee surgery. Um, She was 18 years old and she loved gymnastics. So um, she was finally able to get a knee surgery done. Um, And as a result, she was in a lot of pain because of that. Was pressured into, peer pressure by the social media, um, you know, talking to friends saying, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. And then suggesting, well, so-and-so, you know, can get you some pills. So she ordered a pill through Snapchat that she thought it was a pain pill and um and it was delivered right to the house the pill he brought her while i was getting her food was not a painkiller it was fentanyl so it killed her instantly and i found her i said goodnight to her that night and um found her lifeless body the next morning in bed she took the pill and one pill can kill and the the pills don't discriminate actually You know, providing these platforms to these drug dealers to merchandise these drugs and not so much as fentanyl disguised as, you know, whether it's Xanax or Adderall. I mean, it comes in everything. I mean, kids are even vaping it these days. Any opportunity I could get to help families and and speak and tell my story to prevent other families from having to go through having to endure this profound, this profound pain. That my family has gone through. Um, I will take that opportunity. I've been and continue to fight this um, ever growing crisis and drug epidemic that has plagued our society.
2: For more information on fentanyl, please go to soldouttv.com, At the top of the homepage, click on Fentanyl Education. It may save someone you love.
1: Thanks for listening to The Roman Gabriel Show presented by the Sold Out Youth Foundation. Official website at www.soldouttv.com.
2: Thanks so much for listening to The Roman Gabriel Show. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, and be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And help us help your students to stay drug and alcohol free.
0: The Roman Gabriel Show is produced in partnership with Revoice Media. Executive Producers Roman Gabriel and Nick Ruffini, audio editing by Justin Thomas, and graphic design by Katherine Wade.
1: Listen to the Roman Gabriel Show show at romangabrielshow.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.